Geeks proudly presents Gag on these balls. The following audio may contain language that isn't suitable for a younger audience. The opinions expressed are solely those of the speakers themselves and may contain spoilers for current sporting events. Grown Geeks makes no claim to ownership of any of the teams, franchises, or various sources discussed. Listener discretion is advised. For today's topics, we're going to cover the Major League Baseball top five outfielders. I know we skipped the infield, but we'll come back to them. The outfield is more hotly debated. Um, we're going to talk some almost breaking news with the CFL-XFL merger topics. And we'll probably talk about something a little bit off topic because you know us. This is how we do it. Be sure to check out Trendy LED Products. Use promo code GRONAGEEKS for 25% off. They have some amazing gear, folks. Be sure to check them out. Follow your QR codes to respective sites. Follow this link tree to YouTube, Facebook. Gag Sports Network is now on Facebook. Check us out there. Have cool conversations with us. Um, be sure to catch up on all the sporting news there. We're also on Anchor. And as well, always... Not me. <laughs> yeah, because you always in trouble. You always in trouble. Jail. Facebook right jail. And speaking of Facebook jail, there is NASCAR is not a sport. Tony, our season one champion of the NFL Pickums, and then the other guy who got beaten by his daughter. Spoiler event. <laughs> it was it was tragic, folks. For like three weeks. It. I don't even want to talk about hey, it. She's but like I finally. She's learned from you. She's studied under you for many a year, so she's learned a thing or two. Although it did definitely hurt when she was talking about how she picked the Titans because they looked like a meteor. Yep. So that 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 I, hurt. It's if, like if that if girl in your office with... that does the March Madness bracket and just picks them off colors and, and she then makes smokes everybody. <laughs> well, I mean, if it do, if it doesn't have to do with the Falcons or Lamar, she don't care. Yeah, I mean, why even bother caring about Lamar? Just saying. Because she likes, she likes Lamar Jackson. That is what it is. So, as far as the topics for today, do you want to break into Major League Baseball first, or you want to talk football? Let's let's hit that football first. Okay. Because so, you mentioned something that I didn't know, because I actually had to do some work for change. <laughs> I mean, it's about time they got you working for that salary, my friend. No, no, it's unfair. I almost had to protest on myself. Just <laughs> yeah, formal protest all this work. That's how busy it was. Yeah, with the number of documents he told me about, yeah, yeah, I'm good. I, I don't want to. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do all that paper stuff. But um, the, as far as breaking news, um, the Canadian Football League and the XFL now, whose co-president is Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Dwayne Johnson has decided to. Open discussions for becoming the NFL's minor league football system. Much like the NBA has the G League, Major League Baseball obviously has the minor league system. They just didn't get creative with names or anything. They were just, it is what it is. Well, they give them different A's, you know, single, double, and triple. They got the A's. And then they got (laughs) rookie ball. They got spring ball, uh, fall ball. And you're just like, what? I can't keep up with you know what, if are, for that. Do do we know anything? Are they going to keep all the teams, or are they going to like have a limited number of teams? Do we know anything about it for the XFL CFL? Yeah, um, nothing has been definitively discussed pertaining to that at this time. Um, 
I'm really curious what kind of names they come up with, where they would be based, because the CFL is obviously in Canada. The XFL took place in the United States. I'm sure they would have some sort of give and take with everything they got going on. But what are your thoughts for this idea, in theory? Actually, I like it because for most of us, we remember NFL Europe, and that was their reason of being around was to help people who weren't NFL ready to actually give them something to do and learn how to play in the NFL. That's all it was. In the NFL, you you didn't have people going to the grocery store getting people who were bagging groceries or somebody working at a gas station signing a 10-day contract because somebody was injured. You went to NFL Europe to see what they had. And if you liked them, you signed them. A lot of them stuck around. <laughs> Kurt Warner. <clears throat> Yeah, because Kurt Warner was your grocery boy that you were talking about who happened yeah. to get a contract in NFL Europe, was a stud there, and then next thing you stud. know, stud in the NFL. It in a, a champion, two Super Bowl appearances, a lot of accolades. Yeah. So if it wasn't because of NFL Europe, we wouldn't have him. And it's always weird when you have those what-if stories of athletes who are part of a certain organization but folded for whatever reason because usually yeah, like, financials. What if Brett Favre stayed with the Falcons? I don't think he anyone's been, really worried about that. I mean, the same people worry Brett about Deion Sanders staying with the Falcons. He, he, look, they, he wouldn't have been Brett Favre. Deion would have still been Deion. He just wouldn't have got the recognition because he played for them sorry-ass Falcons. I said it. Oh, poor Deion. Poor, poor Deion. But Favre would have been nobody. He'd have still been a drunk. Yeah, I mean, Atlanta. Like, it's That's tough. What we it's do. tough out there. It's what we do, shit. Walter Payton Man of the Year are getting hookers before the Super Bowl. It's just what we do. It's just what we do. Oh, but I mean, like, I love the idea in theory. I'm just curious how they would execute it, Um, how many players you'd have. I mean, do they but go you would like have a 30-man squad? Or how you would, you the pay would structure to. would work? Where you'd locate think... it? Coaches? Uh, scouting it for that, how you'd pull them up on last-minute stuff to get them there for the games for, like, filling in for practice squad. Like, are they practice squad players themselves or are they, like, the backup to the practice squad? Well, they would have to be practice squad because now NFL teams just they'll pull from the practice. They keep them on the practice squad because they see potential in them. And if they're in that position where it's a need, then they get pulled up, and then so they have to replace them on the practice squad. So, I mean, it's that's pretty much what they would have to do. Unless, like, let's just say hypothetically Houston because we know they're trash fire right now. They, they two wide receivers go down. It's happened in a year before. You don't have any on your practice squad. Especially with COVID. I mean, like, the, right. the Broncos lost all three quarterbacks. And they still had to play. So, so where do you look? NFL Europe. Hey, come play. You don't even got to know the playbook. Just get on the field so we can put, you know, they'll probably throw some running backs out there. They'll be on the sideline unless they're familiar with the coaches. Because you will have players that might have played for this coach in college. They know his system. It also depends on how smart these players are on their learning scale. Can you adapt? Are we going to put you out there with just three routes that you can run? I mean, some guys can execute three routes better than most people can execute, like, seven routes that they know. It's just, it is what it is, because Jamarcus Russell had all the talent in the world, but and man was a bonehead. Couldn't read defenses, though. 
at all. Because the hilarious thing was, you, did you hear the story about the Raiders? They gave him the fake tapes, said, hey, go home, study oh, yeah. these. There was nothing on him, and he back. came back, and he said there was like, like they, yeah, they recovered two videos. And the coaches kind of look at each other, yeah, this kid ain't doing shit. Yep. <laughs> and the next thing you know, all of a sudden, all that money that he was guaranteed just... And that started to decline... <laughs> of rookie pay and hello rookie pay scale <laughs> it's like i know everybody blames Marcus about that oh yeah. everybody everybody but he's not the only quarterback bust that we've had but he oh, was we one can of do the a biggest whole show on quarterback bust oh yeah because i mean i would label jared goff as a quarterback bust and i know but i would get still, flack for that he's he's still playing i know he's still playing but i still consider him a and bust. he and he getting paid i know he getting paid he getting paid a and lot to hang out in detroit <laughs> And he getting he got a Super Bowl. He got two A's appearance. So, <laughs> I mean, Matt Ryan's got a Super Bowl appearance too. But I mean, Matt Ryan's league's better than Goff. Yeah, somebody him. need to somebody need to say something. I mean, you have put me on the Matt Ryan hype train, but at the same time, I keep take it with a grain of salt. I mean, we all gonna rep for who we rep. It, even if he didn't play for the Falcons, he played for the Saints. I'm gonna still give him props. Should I give Drew Brees props? I just don't like him when we play him. Yeah, and then he's apparently Brees isn't retiring because he hasn't said anything yet. It might be after June first. We don't know. We don't know. He's got to let that old body heal. See what's left of his ribs. Because yeah. I mean, he only cracked what? I mean, like, shitty five ten. So fragile. <laughs> 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 a little bit of birthmark, fucker. Good player, but I mean, he needs to retire while he's got something left in the tank. While we're talking about retiring, you want to retire this topic? Do we have anything further that we need to add on to it? I think it, well. I think it's a good idea. Yeah. I'm, if it happens, I'm fully for it. I'm fully for more players being able to at least get their foot in the door for the league and being able to just have the opportunity. Because I mean, there are right. plenty of talented people that don't get drafted with the seven round system that they have in place now. Put your undrafteds on those teams, the guys who you still think have potential, and let them let them fight do what for they it. Because there's a lot of guys who aren't allowed to go to the combine because like. They have PEDs, they had grade issues, this, that, and the other. And they, they, they can only do workouts at their colleges. And by that time, the coach is like, do we want to go out there? Was he a top, was he seven-round pick? Do we want to go see him? Because the only one a, that knows that goes to small schools. Now, unless he's at a school where they're scouting, you know, Clemson and, you know. Bama. Was Bama. They won't be seen. Yeah, because that's how some of the more unknown players get seen, because they just happen to be at the same pro day a big-name prospect was at, and then this dude's all of a sudden shining. You're like, was like, wait, who is that? Okay, he climbs up that draft board. It's like, let's not show our excitement for this guy. We want to probably steal him in the fifth round. Yeah, we'll just kind of sneak that one in real quick. All the ex- draft experts will be like, what? this is a horrible, horrible reach, and the next thing you Mel know, Kiper. he's the rookie running back. Look, Kuyper and McShay need to both be fired. Has Have you Kiper seen McShay's ever... draft? First of all, he's got five quarterbacks taken in the top it, five. Yes, that's not happening. That's they're, poppycock, taking... balderdash, bullshit. You gonna like, have you, you got three quarterbacks that are first round material. Three: Fields, Lance, Lawrence. It. Yep. I don't know who this Zach Wilson is and how he just appeared the last two weeks of the season. Look, he only appeared because he's a white quarterback who's got some similarities to Russell Wilson. 
Hey, I and they're like, that. oh my I'm glad god, you, I'm glad you did because your skin tone will allow that. I would have got roasted if I said that. <laughs> you are allowed certain things that I'm not allowed, and vice versa. That is why we work well we together. We know that. where we stay within the confines of today's society. Now, I might, I might agree with what you say, but you didn't because, say it. I mean, who did he play? Do we, do we even know the he toughest? He played team? at Brigham Young. Like the toughest I know team he, he may played. have played was like USC. Maybe, oh. and they were eh. USC is garbage. Like they haven't been relevant since the Matt Leinart, Reggie Bush era with Pete Carroll, when he blew up the whole school. Though, so I mean, cost reward for that is totally different. But that game against Texas, I'm forever grateful for. Because USC Texas championship me, was see something if I can else. Look, look this up. Because I know they have to play Utah because they always have that rivalry game. But Utah's been on the rise for a while now. Got slick unis too. I love their black red. But do you have anything quick on the draw okay. there for big team names? Coastal Carolina. What? They lost 22-17. What? They they beat Boise State. That's they're the only two ranked team. Boise State was 21st. Coastal Carolina was 18th. They Coastal beat Carolina Boise. was a Cinderella team this year. Yeah. Yeah. But San Diego State, UCF, I don't even know what the hell, UNA. You know, oh, North Alabama. There's still a D1? Western Kentucky, Texas State, Houston, uh, Toledo, maybe, Louisiana Tech, Troy, and Navy. So they played a bunch of nobodies, but they believe this guy is otherworldly talent. Russell Wilson was playing for Wisconsin and putting up good numbers in a running system. Because Wisconsin, your system, give the ball yep. to your damn running back and pulverize the guy you're playing until they give up. So, yeah. that No. Zach Wilson's Close hype to... is total so, yes, garbage. His best win was Boise State. If he's taken within the top 15, it is a breach. Minimum. Trey Lance's pro day shows that he can play. I, you know what? I honestly will not be mad if you took him before. Because I saw that. I was like, ooh. Because he was making ooh. all the throws. He's making all the reads. <laughs> the balls were perfectly placed. I mean, I don't want to gush about him, but I hope he falls. I mean, we could use a quarterback to learn under Cam. Because Cam is hey, a running back. <laughs> Just call it tell, what it is. Uh, tell Belichick, we'll trade. He'll be able 15th and that 30-something. We don't and have uh, anything in the 30-something. I thought y'all did. No, we or got in 15 in like the late 40s. Like you don't want that. We'll, we'll take those two and a fourth round for next year for number four. He'll take it. He'll take it. Belichick trades back. He doesn't trade up. He'll take. He hasn't drafted need, a quarterback need, in the first since Bledsoe. So they need a quarterback. It's not happening. Unless they're gonna take Mac Jones in the second. Yeah. Mac Jones is his guy. You know him and Saban are like BFFs. They go vacationing together. Like they, those two geniuses should not be allowed to hang out. I'm still trying. I'm still doing my mock drafts. I'm still trying to get them. All right, enough of this because we'll talk football and forget about everything else. Because I mean, that was 15 minutes of football, <clears throat> and this was supposed to be a baseball. So, folks, when I say that we get off topic, we get off topic. So, how did you want to do this? You want to start with what the left fielders, and did you want to alternate with fives and work our way Hold slowly on. up? Let me let me get me straight because you up here, you threw me for a curve when you want to do all of them. You said all of them. I have I'm the old, chat to that. prove it. <laughs> I'm, I'm old. I don't remember that. All right. So you want to go left to right. So we'll do left, center, then right. 
that is what I would think would be best. Did you want to start at number five, or did you want me to start at five for the left fielders? I'll start at left. You can start at center. Okay, that is this. perfectly fair. All right, so left field. 79 to 2002. Hall of Famer, Tim Raines. Ah, good old Timmy. Yes. He finally got yes. in. Finally. Tenth ballot. Seven All-Stars and Silver Slugger batting titles. Stolen base leader four times. I mean, his career batting average is a tad under 300. I mean, come on now. So, yes, my number five, Tim Raines. He's the just get on my nerves when he's with Montreal. Oh. Tim Raines got on everybody's nerves for the team he didn't play for. He played for a lot of teams, though. Uh, Montreal, White Sox. He played for the Yankees for a brief moment. The A's, the Orioles, and ended his career with the Marlins. So, yeah, that's where all careers go to die. Florida. Unless you're my Tom world. Brady, but, I mean, whatever. It is what it is. I'm still a little you just hurt. had to put that in there, didn't you? I wish he was back. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know you do. I'm <laughs> moving forward now. He wouldn't have got a Super Bowl with y'all, though. No, our team was our team was bad. There was, they need some help. Anyway, for my number five, he played from 61 to 83. He played for our rival for many, many years. Carl Yastrzemski. I'm glad you said that, because I could Hall of Famer, MVP, he won the Triple Crown, he was an 18-time All-Star, he won seven Golden Gloves, three batting titles, he's a Major League Baseball Player of the Year, he had a 285 career batting average, he had over 3,400 hits, over 450 home runs, over 1,800 RBIs, and he stole 168 stolen bases just to top it off. I hated that he never played for the Yankees and that he always drove us nuts, but I'll give credit where credit is due. He was an outstanding player, and he was See? a good human being as well. And you got on me early about doing that, but you got to do it. You got to do it. Yeah, it, it hurts. So but... your number five was my number four, so I don't have anything to say now. <laughs> <laughs> so That was my number four. Uh, and I was trying to figure out guy. how the hell am I going to say this name. Yastrzemski, because his uh, yeah. son plays for the San Francisco Giants currently. He does. I forgot about that. And he's a right fielder. He's not that bad. He got a huge right. uh, boon welcome when he was in uh, Boston. They loved, as soon as he says, Ostromski. For my number four, played from 1908 to 1920. Oh, you went all the way to the back. You weren't even, nobody was alive back then. Nobody. And he had probably one of the best nicknames in baseball. Shoeless Joe Jackson. Joe Jackson. He won the World Series in 1917. He had a career 356 batting average. He had over 1,700 hits. He only had 54 home runs, surprisingly. But the man had 792 RBIs and 202 stolen bases. Shoeless Joe revolutionized the game, and he was just otherworldly fast. That was my first cut. He is a phenomenal player. Yes. Uh, Reigns was an honorable mention for me as well. He was so so we, just, we, just, we just switched five, so... Who do you have at number three, sir? Pete Rose. Good old Rose. Even though he's not in the Hall of Fame, which he should be. Can y'all, like, leave this man alone? He no, Pete wrong. Rose, as soon as people start feeling soft for him, he says something stupid and people he get does. their feelings about it. But 
it's not about how you feel about the man. It's about his numbers in the game. He plays from 63 to 84, 17 All-Star games, three World Series, a World Series MVP, National League MVP, Rookie of the Year, two Gold Gold Glove, Silver Slugger, three-time batting champion, got his number retired, played 500 games at five different positions. 500. Do you know how crazy that shit is? So he played 2,500 games minimum. It's just like, seriously? 303 batting average, 4,200 hits, over 4,200 hits, 160 home runs, over 1,300 RBIs. He still has five in, in um, Major League Baseball records. Can you imagine how singles, he'd be remembered runs. like if he didn't have that scandal against him? Oh, my God. He'd be the greatest ever. Be the greatest left field, well, second greatest left field. Because Alf- I was gonna say outfield's tough. It's not like you could put him like at any other position. And I might not argue as much, but you know. But I'm like, dude, come on. I okay. I understand that he bet on the game. Yes, we know this. But if you letting all these guys who are steroid abusers and you know they were steroid abusers into the Hall of Fame, Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. Period. No, Pete, you just had a tough, tough time of it. Um, as long as he don't open his mouth at, you know, talking to anybody at the Hall of Fame ceremony, he'll be fine. Yeah, he's got the same problem your ex-favorite Presidente had. <laughs> Foot in mouth I syndrome. <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about. I don't support two-party system. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Before we go off on a political tangent, because I hate those... I'm going to go to my number three. He played from 1939 to 1960. Why are you going to all these old people? Because baseball was better back in the day. It was. So I'm just just calling it what it was. We're going to Ted Williams. Hall of Famer, two-time MVP, won the Triple Crown twice, 19-time All-Star, six batting titles, five-time Major League Baseball Player of the Year. Well, Person of the Year, I should say. Which I think character leads a lot to who you are on the field as well. He had a 344 batting average, over 2,600 hits, 521 homers back when the ball wasn't juiced, over 1,800 RBIs, but he only stole 24 bases. That's the only knock. How many triple crowns did he win? Did you mention that? He won two. Because, you know, that's my, that's my number one guy. That is your number one guy? But the, the the most important stat here, he was a Marine. Oorah. Hey, hey, you don't do that. You don't, you don't get that. <laughs> All right, you then you do it. Oorah. Oh, say it with your chest. Jeez. <laughs> Man, Will would be so kids, disappointed in you right now. My kids yell at me when I get loud, and they're more scared than you are. That is fair because she will actually especially, stab you. Especially the fencing one. Yes. But, yeah, he was in the Korean War. He's in Marines and the Navy, but we only recognize the Marines. Hmm. So, yes. Still thank him for his service. <laughs> That's my number one. All right. So you're going to your number two then, because I just gushed about your number one. My number two, Ricky Henderson. Played for 19 teams. <laughs> Literally. Dude was nuts. Her first ballot. Uh, you got what? Ninety-five percent, ten-time All-Star, multiple World Series, 
AL MVP, multiple Silver Slugger, 12-time AL stolen base leader. I mean, it, every year they was like, how many bases is going to steal this year? Because that's what he did. Over 1,400 stolen bases. Which is nuts. Major league record. Career runs, 20, over 2,200. Major league record. Career leadoff home runs. Because people forget he was the leadoff for the A's for a long time. Because his number's retired, his area is sectioned off in the stadium. Like you don't he's go a there. big deal. And he had 130 bases stolen in a single season. How many people do that now? Nobody. Like you get 40 stolen Who's, bases, they're like, oh my God, this guy's great. What's the, what's the record? Wasn't it like 60? Somebody hit 60 like a couple years ago, and they was like, wow, that's just great. And if you get about Ricky with 130. Yeah, uh, I think it was like D Gordon bases. that stole 60 bases. He was still like eight bases a game. <laughs> he didn't care because he 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 had a wicked swing. He could play. He was a place hitter. He put it wherever he wanted to. He got on first base. He was taking second, and then he and then third. he might take third. And he might and take third. He's you know, he, good measure. It was one game. He stole every base. It was. It was like, God damn, it's like right, take a day off. Yeah, he did play for like nineteen teams though. Yeah, he played <laughs> for the Yankees eventually. Worked his way over. Yeah, but he also played for the Red Sox. And we don't remember that. And the Mets. Mm, still don't remember that. <laughs> Selective memory and all. And then my number two is the current disgraced home run king with an asterisk. Nope. Played from 1986 to 2007. Nope. Barry Bonds. Nope. Seven-time MVP. 14-time All-Star. steroid. 14-time steroid. Eight-time gold glove. 12 Eight silver time. sluggers. Two batting titles. Three times Major League Baseball Person of the Year. Career 298 batting average. Almost 3,000 hits. 762 dingers. And almost most of that came when he hit 40, and that was steroids. Because I'm telling you firsthand, when a grown-ass man, I don't care if you're an athlete or not, you hit 40, you don't put on 30 pounds of muscle. In his neck, no less. His your neck body doesn't, your testosterone swell. drops when you get older. This man, if anybody remembers him playing for the Pirates, he was about 210 pounds. He was still a great player when he played with the Pirates. He was. He was a, he, was a he used to steal bases. That's the yeah, he's got 514 he stolen bases on his career. Most of that came from Pittsburgh. Because, like, I remember him as slow and just all he did was hit it into right Look, over the pond. This is Pittsburgh Barry Bonds. This is Giants Barry Bonds. <laughs> you don't do that when you hit 40. No, you're supposed you to have, slow you down. you got to have help. you got to have help when you do that. He put on all that muscle in a season. We knew what that was. Those are steroids. Because like your neck and your head are not supposed to swell like that. And then you started yanking home runs? You weren't a home run hitter. He was still hitting home runs. He was hitting 30 home runs a not, season. He wasn't hitting like, like was the 60, 70 games with the Giants. But I mean, still 30, 40. That's right not, there. So no, I don't recognize his record. I don't care what Major League Baseball do. Hank Aaron is still the home run king. And a lot of people feel that way. I completely agree with that. I'm so, just saying I'm recognizing Barry's He ain't on my list. I know. He's, he's not on my list. With as much rage as you had, there's no way he would be on your list. No. Play If you're going to play right, play right. You didn't. Same thing would go with them Kaseko. No. No. So you're anti-steroid, but you're okay with them cheating the game of baseball and its integrity. First of all, 
let me tell you, Pete Rose admitted to it. He said, yes, I did it. He owned his mistake. I can't help that he's an idiot. <laughs> Barry Bonds denies it. He will not admit to it. Everybody knows he did it. There's evidence that he did it, but he will not admit to it. McGuire so never no. admitted to it. He never admitted to it. Canseco made the tell-all book about it. Brett Boone cheated. No one said anything about that. But, I mean, A-Rod cheated as Sosa well. Sosa cheated. Sosa had the cork bat on top of it. So he was he double was cheating. He was too. Yeah, he had all that. Also, Sammy Sosa's white now. You see that? that well, he's uh, It's called bleach skin syndrome. They, they do that. Over in Dubai, I guess. That's yeah, where wherever, he, wherever he moved to, he is now lighter than you are. Like ghostly white. Ghostly. Yeah. But, but your number one money? was Ted Williams. That is correct. My number one that. played from 1941 to 1963. Here you go. Stan Musial. That was an honorable mention. Hall of Famer, three-time MVP, 24-time All-Star, three-time World Series winner, seven batting titles, two-time Major League Baseball Person of the Year, career 331 batting average, over 3,600 hits, 475 homers, 1,951 RBIs, and 78 stolen bases. I would have been totally comfortable with Williams or Musial as number one. But yeah. Musial was a great player. Uh, let's yeah, go through your honorable mention list. Uh, of course, I had Shoemis Joe and Yo number one for some strange reason. Hmm. Then I had Willie Stargell. You can't forget about him. I did not have Barry Bonds. Damn him. And your favorite clown, Manny Ramirez. <laughs> Manny being Manny. Manny being. Like, look, he may have been a Red Sox, but I always but laughed at his stupid I love, ass. <laughs> whenever they played, I was like, what is this fool going to do? Like, like when he ran in into the wall? No, no we went to the bathroom. Oh. In left field. He just walked in and went to the bathroom and came back out like, oh, oh the game's still going. All right. <laughs> like, dude. It was hilarious. Look, yeah, weird man. things happen in the outfield. I was at an A's game against the Yankees. This will be a short story. We were heckling the outfielders. The Yankees were in town. My roommate was an A's fan, so he was heckling the Yankees outfielder, which was Gardner. I was Ooh. heckling Chad Pinder. I catch Pinder pull something out of his back pocket, hold it in his glove, and you see him start just swipe, 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 swipe. I'm like... Hey, Pender, get off of Tinder. You see him, like, fumble around, grab the phone, slide it in his back pocket, oh, start looking around. You're like, I needed, that to be re- I needed that to be recorded. Oh, I needed that to be recorded. That would have been hilarious. He was oh, fumbling around trying to find who did it. All The A's fans were laughing. The Yankees fans were laughing. It was, it was a good time. That's how you properly heckle, folks. That is how you properly heckle. You don't say, hey, your mama do drugs and shit like that. Nah. That, that's personal. Uh, for my honorable mentions, I had Ricky Henderson, Manny Ramirez, Ed Delahanty, and Jim Rice. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Delahanty. All the old peoples that we all know and love. Yeah, but Ricky should have been in your top five, though. I got yeah. issues with that. You have issues with Barry on my list as well. But I'm not leaving have... Shoeless Joe or Yastrzemski on first, list. First, uh, he's not in your top five. I'm good with that. Hmm. He can be honorable mentions, but that's fine. But I'm not going to have it because you just know. You nah. feel a certain way about the integrity of the game on that grounds. Yeah. 
All right. I mean, I we can't we're not gonna sit here and say everybody don't bet on the game because everybody bets on the game. And I'm sure everybody so, cheats as well. Yeah. But he got caught. Yeah. Rose got caught. Okay, yeah. Eventually he did. I mean, at first, of course, P. Rose didn't really shit. But eventually, yeah, he did. Yeah. All right. For the center fielders, you asked me to lead off. Yes, if you would be so kind. I will start at number five. Oh, this is going to be good. Hall of Famer, Ty Cobb. Hall That's Famer. my number four. MVP, My number four. triple crown, 12-time batting title, 366 batting average for his career, which is incredibly impressive. Over 4,000 hits, 117 homers, over 1,900 RBIs, and he almost had 1,000 stolen bases, 897 stolen bases, which mm. is just short of Ricky. But, I mean, still damn impressive. And he was an Army guy. Oh, yeah, because he took a couple years off to serve his country. Wasn't it during World War II? I think so. Is that a two or nom? Twenty-eight. It was one of them that I don't think it was nom. Might have been two. Who do you have as number five? I mean, my number five is dear to our hearts. They actually had a song about him, "Smoking Joe DiMaggio." Good old Joe. He's my number three. <laughs> I figured, but him and Cobb, they. They were so close. Hall of Famer, of course. 13-time All-Star. Nine World Series champs back when we were just busting everybody's ass. Uh, multiple um, AL MVPs, multiple batting champs, uh, multiple all-round leaders. I mean, <laughs> Yankees retired his number. He's on all-century team. And he still owns the record for the most game-hitting streak at 56. Which is nuts. It'll 56 never straight be hit. games with hits with is the hits. amazing. It'll never be done again. Because occasionally people hit 30, but as soon as you hit 40, the wheels start falling off. I thought Ichiro was the only one who had a decent shot at it. He had a shot, he, yeah. Nothing. He got like a 42, and he's still two weeks away. So, career batting average through 325, over 2,200 hits, 361 home runs, and over 1,500 RBIs. Good old Joe. Third battle Hall of Famer, though. I was, I was shocked by that. I'm surprised I, I he wasn't he like an automatic. Uh, I would have gave him two. At the most. I didn't I realize he was third. My number four is my personal favorite baseball player all time. I know. Period. Uh oh. Like I hope he, he I never hope played for our team. It's the only thing that I hold against him. I said he never Okay, so he, I got a whole bunch of people that didn't play for our let's see. Like he had his own video game come out for him. Had his name, and the last name was Slugfest for the Nintendo 64. Okay. Played from 1989 to 2010. Ken Griffey Jr., the kid. Like, he was incredible beyond belief. His swing my, was a thing of beauty. That's my number three. You're not doing too bad. <laughs> <laughs> Griffey's a first ballot Hall of Famer, MVP, 13-time All-Star, 10 gold gloves, because him in center field was a thing of beauty when he would it was climb automatic. the wall and just snag like it was nothing. Mm, he made the game of baseball fun. Seven-time Silver Slugger, 284 batting average, 2,700 hits, 630 homers without steroids, 1,800 RBIs, and 184 stolen bases. His career fell off when he went to Cincinnati, but at the same time, he wanted to play with his dad, which was still pretty cool. Yeah. So, Ken Griffey Jr. coming in at four. That's 
Coming in three. I got you, Ken. Who did you have? At, you had Cobb at four? I had DiMaggio at five, Cobb at four, and Griffey at three. The funny thing so is I, I have DiMaggio at three. So basically, do we just <laughs> want to pick up at two? <laughs> yeah, well, let's go to. Now, this is where it got tight for me. And I mean real, real tight. But I had to go with my number one is somebody I didn't see. I mean, I really didn't see both of them, but the highlights I had to go off of, which I hate doing personally. But then I had I had to think about who did more for the game, in my opinion. Oh, then I know gonna, who it is. <laughs> I think we're gonna I think we're gonna have one and two. It's pretty much gonna be the same. Oh, my yeah. number two is Mickey Mantle. My number two is Mickey Mantle. So we have the same number one. Willie Mays. So Willie Mays is the uh, you could how about this? You could talk about who you want to talk about, Mantle or Mays, because we have both of them. You feel stronger about Mays than I do, and you probably have more of a personal connection to Mays. So I will take the Mickey Mantle from the New York Yankees, played from 1951 to 1968. First ballot Hall of Famer, three-time MVP, won the Triple Crown. He was an All-Star 20 times. He won seven World Series. He won only one gold glove and one batting title, which I think is weird. Career 298 batting average, 2,400 hits, 536 home runs before the ball was juiced, 1,500 RBIs, and 153 stolen bases rocking in his entire career with the New York Yankees. I mean, that squad they had back then was just nasty. Oh, my God. I mean, All right. Yankees baseball, baby. Love it. Now so let's, for your number let's, one. Let's talk about Willie Mays. He played in the Negro League, so we understand. We know everybody knows about Jackie Robinson, of course. But then they kind of forget that Mays came along about that time also. 1948 to 1973. He started off with the Birmingham Black Barons. Hence, you know, Negro League, hence the name. Mm-hmm. First ballot Hall of Famer. 24 all-star appearances. 24. And that's after the Negro Leagues on top of that. Right. So he played, I think, six years in the Negro League. Um, I think. I'm not sure. I think he spent four years. I think it might have been four. World Series champ, of course. Two-time National League MVP. National League Rookie of the Year. Now, understand, he was a Rookie of the Year during this time in America. Imagine what those numbers were like. Because to make 12, every white writer and journalist for recognize him. at that time frame in America's history that you are we got, single-handedly the best rookie ever. And we right got to give a shout-out to the Giants owners for bringing him on because a lot of them wouldn't do it. They did. Uh, he was batting champion, four-time National League home run leader, four-time National League stolen base leader, hit four home runs in one game. 1961, he hit four home runs halfway through his career. Of course, he made the uh, Major League Baseball All-Central team, but he's also on the Major League Baseball All-Time team. That means when you you say center field, it's Willie Mays and everybody else. There is a gap between him and Mantle, and Mantle's career would eclipse in like 95% of the league. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's not even close between those two. And that's not taking away from Mickey Mantle. Mickey Mantle was great. 
Willie Mays was just that much better. His over-the-shoulder catch, like he was a wide receiver, just catching literally. a deep ball, it was literally like, Bloop, and then he turned around and gunned it. Still one of the most played highlights ever. Him and Griffey climbing the wall are probably the two like single right. center field catches. You're just like, how how did you do this? So career 302 batting average, over 3,200 hits. 60 uh, 660 home runs without steroids when people weren't trying to throw to you almost 2,000 RBIs and he had 338 stolen bases and he pissed off a lot of people and a I, lot of white I folks were not ready for what Hank I wish Aaron I was. I wish I could have been there to see it I wish I mean I'm still seeing a lot of us pissing off a lot of white folks anyway in sports there's Thank a you, lot LeBron. of like I appreciate you, LeBron. Oh, LeBron. So, I don't like him on the court, off the court. That's my dude. Don't say nothing bad about him off the court. No, I'm not going to say anything bad about him. He's the one of the most stand-up athletes in America, period. I don't care skin period. color or otherwise. We need less so, people like Myers Leonard fucking up. You know, I didn't hear about that until like a day later. <laughs> because it was a Jewish racial <laughs> slur, and it didn't capture the same stigma that it does if someone had dropped... The so, N-word wait, on things. Let me, let me get this right. He was online gaming, right? He's he's got he had several sponsorships for online gaming. Keyword was had. Oh, that that's what it is. Because if he was just your average gamer, they wouldn't care. But okay, all right. So you really got to watch what you're saying when you got sponsors. Yeah, right. but of all things, like the word he used, there's no it, way it naturally and comes I kinda, out. I, it's like you. you yeah, the N-word just don't naturally come out if you're a white guy saying it to somebody. It just no. don't naturally come out. You 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 have to mean that. So when I read what he said, I was like, yeah, I would say that because I work for a Jewish law firm. We have a lot of Jewish people there. I don't mess with them. They're real nice. I, I love them all. They're not what they're the stereotype. That's not them. No. No, everybody's but a person. When I read I what wanna... he said, yeah, was when I read what he said, I was like, if I said that here. I would be taken to court. And then deservedly so if I dropped anything of any racial connotation. There's no reason so, for that in today's day. Yeah, he got so Willie he Mays changing the game the way he is is something yeah, that we Jackie don't... Jackie started it. Jackie Robinson started it. Yeah, Jackie opened the door. Willie Mays Willie put a Mays bazooka through the he damn door. Kept, he kept it going, and that's when the floodgates opened. And after that, they're like, hey, these guys can play. We can win with them. Um, yes. Why have we been excluding making... them so far? It's like, well, because you're dumb. Hey, look at it. And congratulations about time baseball. You recognize the Negro League stats because a lot of those guys' stats were better than your Major League Baseball stats. Just saying. I'm <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, we have talked about in the past that there was an athletic difference between the players of certain leagues that is mm-hmm. pretty night and day that the stats will tell you that you can't just kind of be like, oh, no, it's not the same thing. No, no, no. It's mm-hmm. literally you the understand, same thing. You had one group that was using the most expensive gear and had the best training. And somebody using and a hand-me-down or something that they had You had somebody that had a glove that was three inches off their finger trying to catch a ball. Which, folks, if you try doing that, it is very annoying. I put it like all you people with parents. Go get your son's glove when he was four. Put that on your hand. That's what they were using. And they were still night and day better than the guys using the primo gear at the time, which is right. insane. But before we harp on this point 
too much. Who really? are your honorable mentions for center fielders? Oh, I put that. I didn't even think about those. I almost forgot about them. I was like, oh yeah, we need that's, to pick the That's why you. That's why I keep you around. Oh, I'm blushing. I don't know. Like, how do I respond to that? Just thank you. Or you just embarrassed? You know, y'all get red when y'all get drunk and embarrassed. <laughs> look, when, when I get drunk, it's a whole different thing. You don't want to see that red face. It's like you look like this. <laughs> I don't get red face. I just get real stupid. In fact. <laughs> You look exactly. Those be your eyes, and then the rest of your okay. Face. Before you end up like getting kicked out of this for going too far with you know, I say you. I say you about particular wet folk. <laughs> Let's get to your you. top five honorables <laughs> for center fielders. Stay on top. All right, <laughs> Kirby Puckett, of course, Mike Trout, Jim Edmonds, and Andrew Jones. A lot of love for Andrew. Hey man, I didn't Andrew think Jones was that great. <laughs> What Andrew Jones with the Braves? He paled in person to Chipper. He did, but yeah. Chipper played third. I he know played Chipper third. played third, but still. And Andrew Jones home run in the World Series in his rookie year. I mean, so pretty much. <laughs> My honorables, I agree with you on Mike Trout. Like you give him like a couple more years, he might pass Cobb, which is saying a know. lot. I don't know. Trout's numbers Maybe. are beyond solid. They are. Um, I had Cool Papa Bell yes. and Oscar Charleston as my other honorable mentions. Kirby surprisingly didn't make the list. I don't know why. He's more recent, but I don't really love, I don't, Puckett's not my dude. His yeah, stats are great. You're 18, batting average. How can he not be in there? 10-time All-Star? He should only have one World Series because he cheated against the Braves. I'm going to still say that. I'm going to still say that. Back when you fucked with the Braves. Back. Yes. All right. Well, I st- like I said, I'm going to be fair with it. I still say. So we're doing a right field. Yes, you are leading off at number five, sir. Oh, man. I'm telling you now, I know our top two, so I'm not even worried about that. No, top two is set in stone. The rest of the three, you're going to get mad at my number five. But anyway. Probably. I have no doubt. I've been mad at half of this. Dude. All right. Number five, Reggie Jackson. Mr. October. What? Honorable mention. You're an idiot. See? You're an idiot. You know better than that. How you going to put Re- Reggie Jackson didn't make the top five? Reggie right Jackson fielders? did not make the re- top five right fielders. 14 All-Stars, MVP, Sil- Silver Slug, five World Series titles, two World Series MVPs, four-time home run leader, number retired by two teams. Two. Two. <laughs> Just keep saying two. Okay. Who's your number five? Who's your number five? Cause I want to see who. Did you... Oh, that's annoying. Play for the Yankees, dude. How you gonna leave them off? My player played from 2001, retired in 2019. I mentioned him earlier. He played before us near the tail end of his career. Ichiro Suzuki. That's my honorable mention. MVP, Rookie of the Year, ten-time All-Star, ten Gold Gloves. Three silver sluggers, two batting titles, a career 311 batting average, over 3,000 hits, 117 homers, 780 RBIs, and over 500 stolen bases. And that was still after six years of dominating Japanese baseball. Like, the dude is just timelessly dominating. If you added his Japanese stats on top of that, he could have been higher on this list. But you don't. I know. Sand. Professional career, professional career. 
Ichiro, number five, Reggie was first cut by the slimmest of margins. Oh no. Where did you go? Up, up. Everything is being slow. Come back. Where have you gone? I'm here. I'm wait I'm waiting on you. <laughs> Everything completely, completely froze. Alright. I did. I I was like, your screen's still not moving. Yeah, well, you don't need like look at me anyway. Who's your number four? Yeah, but you're looking like this. This is all I see. <laughs> number four. All right, number four. Stop playing with me. Uh, number four, play from 56 to 76, Frank Robinson. We agreed on number four. <gasps> okay, your list still trash, though, because they don't have Reggie Jackson on it. <laughs> Reggie Jackson is on the list. He's an honorable mention. No, that doesn't count. No, he's top five. <laughs> no. Hall of Fame. 14-time All-Star, two-time World Series champ, MVPs out the wazoo, rookie of the year, triple crown in 1966. For those who don't know. Oh, boy. This again. And he won that in 66, which is one better than the previous guy, Reggie Jackson. Still going on about that. I see. Suzuki don't have his number retired. Let me check. Suzuki retired in 2019. He's not eligible yet. So there you go. So Reggie is still going to have two more to deal. Yeah, probably. All right. Since we agree at number four, I'm going to jump to my number three. We'll probably agree on this one too, just because. Played from 1955, 1972. 1972. Yep. We the internet is just dying. You're frozen. Yeah, everything's just not doing good over here. Uh, Roberto Clemente, Hall of Famer, MVP, 15-time All-Star, two World Series, 12 gold gloves, four batting titles, 317 career batting average, over 3,000 hits, 240 homers, 1,300 RBI. Only had 85 stolen bases, but still. That wasn't his job. Nope, his job was just get on base and then come around to score. He has a number retired, too. Yep, with the Pirates. Suzuki don't have a number retired. Moving on to your number two. We know who number two is. <laughs> Babe Ruth. And then we agreed that number one is Hank Aaron. Hank Aaron. Because <laughs> <laughs> Hank Aaron may be the greatest baseball player, period. Of all time, yeah. The with, true home run king. With Willie not far behind. All right, but wait, we got to still cover Ruth. Okay. He played for the Red Sox. Yes, we know this. We don't really count that. And then we scammed him for him. We scammed him for like a grilled cheese and a hot dog and like a case of beer. It was ridiculous. Hall of Famer, MVPs, All-Stars, multiple World Series titles, batting championships. Uh, he got the ERA title. A lot of people forget he was a pitcher too. But a lot of people forget that. He got fat and had to be a pitcher. <laughs> yeah, he was a two-way player, which is nuts. You know, he got a number retired too. <laughs> you want to go continue with the stats? He has seven at Major League Baseball records at the moment. All-time slugging percentage, 690. All-time OPS, 1.1. Uh, On-base percentage, per at-bats, home runs. I mean, shit, he's just got all these. he got everything. Like, Three, if he four, wasn't two, in right field, average. he was just, Wow. Yeah, if he wasn't in right field, I mean, he still wouldn't have made my outfield 
He but he would be there somewhere. He'd he be like be my designated hitter. <laughs> He wouldn't. He he wouldn't be. He wouldn't beat out Ted Williams at in left. But he might. He might. We might have to go to like a softball lineup and have that short fielder, and then put Babe Ruth there. I mean, Babe Ruth was dominating the league on a diet of cigars, chew, and he said scotch. That. Oh, he said that. He yeah. said hot. I, he said I hit these records on hot dogs and beer. I was like, oh my god! There was no nutrition for this man. Literally, every picture you see of Babe Ruth, he's got a cigar in his mouth. And he's got he's a whiskey somewhere, and then he's got chew somewhere else. You're just like, dude. I mean, how I feel him on that whiskey. Live as long as you did. Whiskey is great. I mean, I can't hate him on that one. And then I will cover number one since he covered number you two. You would take Hank Aaron this time. Take the number one. 1954, 1976. Clearly a Hall of Famer. MVP 25 time All Star. Mm. Like, that is ungodly. He won the World Series in 57. He won three gold gloves, two batting titles, a career 305 batting average, 3,700 hits, 755 home runs, which puts him as the home run king due to not cheating. That's right. 2,200 RBIs and 240 stolen bases because he beat Ruth in 40 homers. He had another 80 RBIs, and he had another 117 stolen bases. That was the gap for me. Bruce had a better batting average, but Hank Aaron was a better all-around player. Now, I'm going to throw some little some little side notes out here that, you know, because, you know, I like bringing up things that people don't know. This is going to blow your mind. I wish I could see your reaction, but now I'm just – I got to listen for it. Hank Aaron and Willie Mays were almost teammates. That would have been ungodly. There's no team that beats the that. The only reason he played for the Braves is because they offered him $50 more a month. Which at that time was kind of a big was a, deal. That's, that was like a million dollars. Oh, now you're frozen. I'm moving. Come back to me. Oh, Petty One. The man who believes NASCAR is not a sport. Because it's actually not. Will we get him back? I'm not sure. So, Grony Geeks and Gag Sports Network, thank you for your time tonight. Hola! Thank you for listening to Grony Geeks on your preferred streaming service. Be sure to check us out on Facebook and YouTube both under Grone Geeks.